0: of this year. Um and we're I'm just super glad to see you all come out here and freeze together. It's good stuff. Um glad that we can do this together for real. Um it's crazy how it's been flying by to me. Uh, I feel like it was like 5 weeks left and then suddenly it was like a week and a half. Um and it's been awesome to watch how how God has moved in so many of your lives and in your lives in different ways. Um, this way where I get to like kind of stand back and observe like what he is doing and how you're growing the things that you're, uh, just going after. Um, every year on this Wednesday, the last, the last one, um, of the year, uh, I have a tradition of, of speaking some like specific, like kind of practical things to like prep us as we go into the summer. Um, and tonight's no different but before I jump into like those practical kind of aspects of that um, I want to come at it from a little bit different angle um, in that and uh, I know you all just a lot of you had your U version out there are some notes in there if you want to follow along with that but um, since we came back from spring break um, we've been in this uh, this worthy series and you know we've looked at kind of going backwards we've looked at Uh, loving each other in unity and following like what God wants in that. We've talked about um, like seeking this mishpat justice that God desires and talks about so often in his scripture. Um, How we, we like offer our minds um, to God as acts of worship, how we offer our like sexuality and desires to God as an act of worship. We have talked about um, all these things and uh, like understanding how we connect to God through different types of worship and how he has is, he is like built us. Um, and finally, the kickoff, like going back all the way to like what we came back of off of spring break was this Romans 12, 1 passage where Paul is like, in view of God's mercies, offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God as your spiritual act of worship. Like all of this is rooted in that, uh, that idea of like we're offering who we are and going after God in that way and saying, this is, this is our worship, like my, my entire self is worship to the Lord. Um, and all these things, again, their, their regard to actions of faith over the last part of the semester are in play because Jesus is worthy of it all. Jesus is worthy of it all. Um, in Revelations 5, Revelation 5, uh, Jesus is praised in this way. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and you've redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. That's this praise that's given to God, to Jesus, for being worthy because of what he did for us on the cross. He's worthy. He's worthy. You know, we because of sin are dead and lost, but in Christ we find salvation and restoration. He makes us right with God the Father. Jesus is our righteousness and enables us to live out things like offering our very selves as worship to him. Things like living in unity, things like seeking justice, and so on and so forth. He's worthy. Um, so throughout the Bible, something we see, um, if we, we look closely, is the that times and seasons matter. Times and seasons matter in the scripture. There are actually uh, seven yearly feasts that are given by God to his people in the Old Testament. And these come about, a lot of this is about like remembering what God did, like remembering what he has done and drawing back near to him. Um, A lot of that has to do with like making this like a sacred time and a sacred space in order to do that they would dedicate that time and space in certain ways and we see Jesus take part in that as well He's always going to Jerusalem for Passover he's always going to Jerusalem for the day of atonement he's always going for the the festival of of tabernacles you know like all these things he's following suit in those because time and seasons matter and they're sacred Uh, we may understand that from our point of view uh, things like advent or uh, Lent. Like, those are kind of things maybe we understand of, like, hey, this is a time that we're, like, kind of dedicating to certain things. And we understand that. Um, another way that we see this in scripture where people make time sacred is what's called a Nazarite vow. Does anyone know the Nazarite vow? One, two. No one's. Okay, a couple people. Okay, there's people out there. Um, Nazarite vow. Like, if you're. Uh, Think of someone like Sam Samson in uh Judges had made up about like you know, he wasn't supposed to cut his hair, um, abstain from alcohol, like those kind of things. There's there's like fasting that takes place as well as some of the stuff with that. And uh um that that's like a part of that, but the the big part, it's not about like, oh, I didn't cut my hair for 10 years. It's like this is a dedication of of that person to um to God for a time specific dedication. Um, and we see that possibly with Paul in Acts 18. He makes this vow where he cuts his hair, and that's probably the end of a Nazarite vow. Why do I bring this up? Um, I am not suggesting that, you know, tonight that, like, we need to celebrate an Old Testament feast together. Um, I'm not asking you to dedicate yourselves in a Nazarite vow. Like, that's not where, where I'm going. Um, but the question I actually have is, like, what if we set aside our summers as sacred time and treated them intentionally in the same fashion like what what if we and it doesn't have to be summer but that's what we're about to walk into but it's like what if we say like i'm going to be very intentional and specific about this given amount of time to like draw near to the lord in some very very um solid ways Um, You know, whether these next months are simply a break between school years or a major transition into life after college, um, Jesus is worthy of the seasons of our life, just as he's worthy of our hearts, souls, mind, and strength. Um, The period of the summer months can be full of roadblocks and it can be full of obstacles, but Jesus is worthy of our preparation as we walk into that. And that's really what tonight is about trying to get practical and strategic about our summers and looking into that. Um, The scouts for like, uh, I don't know how long, over a hundred years have had this motto. Be prepared, be prepared, man, um, be prepared. This is the motto. Okay. I was hoping that would get yelled out Um, tonight. That's really the basis of this teaching is be prepared. We want to be prepared. Um, When I was a student sitting in a place very much like you, my campus minister stood and talked about these specific things going into summer, and it was so like important to me and integral into those things that I always want to share them as well. I think it's important to think through the possible hazards of the summer as well as like goals that we have for it and the intentionality that we want to set before us to not simply check out spiritually for a couple months because Jesus is worthy of our whole lives, every part, every season. So I want you to consider a few questions before I jump in. Um, I'm going to give like 30 seconds maybe for this to uh, just to kind of like mull. Okay. Um, Maybe make a note somewhere in your answers or you can save that version event and like make some notes in that. Um, But this is two questions. In regard to your faith, in regard to your following of Jesus, what does a successful summer look like? Like you get to you know mid-August, and you look back over the summer. What what's like? This is successful. Okay, I want you to think on it. <laughs> 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 I appreciate jumping in there, Peyton. Um, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Think on think on this. Think on this. Um, that was good. Think on this. Um, the second one is this, and and with that, what state? Do you want to be in spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically when you come back to campus or begin whatever the next step is for you seniors? Uh, you know, like what, what do you, where do you want to be? What's the state that you want your relationship with God to be in in that moment? Um, I may say this again in a little bit, but like we do not have to float through life and have no, no like uh, agency at all. Like that, that's not, that's not what we have to do. You know, we, we can be intentional, um, about that. It's not just like, oh, whatever happens, you know, as far as my faith, like whatever hap- we don't have to be in that place. We can be intentional about those things in regard to your faith. What's a successful summer look like in what state do you want to be in when you come back to campus or maybe begin a career. Um, summers have always tended to be a battle for me, like into this, even to this day, um, there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, the routine gets off kilter um, with summer. Uh, that can lead to like a flux in discipline. Um, summers tend to be really messy for us as a family. Um, there's a lot of traveling. There's a lot of like not not keeping a schedule. And that makes it hard when you don't have like a routine to do that. It's tough to stay on task. And, but I've had it beaten into my head ever since I was a student that we can be strategic about going into summer or for you seem to be graduates, how can you prepare for the world outside of the campus? So this is tactical information. Again, looking at a game plan for the summer and beyond, making some goals and plans so that we can keep our eyes on Jesus intentionally in those spaces that we're at. Um, I've come to realize, like I said, more and more that we don't have to simply be a product of whatever happens. Intentionality and proactivity are key in thriving. Jesus is worthy of our preparation. We have a fork in the road approaching. As you head to wherever you head when the semester ends, there's a there's a fork in the road. What are we gonna do? Um, there's possible questions and concerns that can come with summer that I think we need to identify in order to live out a season worthy of our King. Um, the first one is this, and there, there's there's seven of I think eight of these maybe, but just like think through this, and maybe you fit into some of these. Like if following Jesus is maybe a new thing for you. Um, You may have some worry about like what summer has in store. Uh, Maybe you've been seeking out like what it looks like to follow Jesus. Maybe that's that's new. Like you you were baptized this year. Like, you know, what 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 does that look like as you change places and spaces and and people? Um, The good news is that Jesus has an amazing plan for our lives. Um, we, We see things like like that of God's heart in Jeremiah 29, when he's like, I I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. He's speaking about these Israelites in the moment, but that's God's heart for us, is that he desires for us, for good for us. Um, But the bad news is, if you're growing and thriving, Satan wants to destroy you. He will do anything he can. First Peter, uh, Peter tells us in his letter that the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. We have to, to be aware of that and be careful and know that, you know, being apart from fellowship and accountability that hopefully you have here makes it easy to slip into old habits and patterns of behavior and attitude. You have to be aware of that. Uh, another piece of this is like, if maybe you, maybe it's not new to you, but you've been growing um, in ways, you may be wondering how to continue that. And there, there's two things I know to be true. Um, if you're growing in Jesus, you are a menace to Satan. and He wants to put a stop to that. Um, we see that in things even like Job, the way Satan wants to, to sift him. We see that in uh, using that term, actually, Jesus in Luke is like Satan wants to sift you like wheat. But I'm going to pray for you. Like Je- Jesus speaks to Peter in that way in Luke 22. Trials will always come. James tells us that. Peter makes that very clear. Life tells us that from experience. And there's two choices that we have when difficulty comes. We can strive forward hold fast to jesus and grow in him or fail and lose ground and if we don't intentionally work on our faith we can we can grow stagnant um exercise has tanked for me recently anybody else there all right we got to get on it (laughs) uh it's been bad it's been bad get that summer bob um but uh it's it's not been great and i i do look forward with a little more time to like you know start running and biking and stuff like that but i know that is not going to be fun after that ultimate Frisbee game the other day. I don't know. Like I wasn't walking very, very straight. And like, it was, it was bad, but, and I know when I jump into that, I'm going to be like, Oh, my muscles, my lungs, my heart, you know, like, this is not great, but I, and that's not something I want for us as we, you know, like step two months later and come into a place where we're like, man, my muscles, my heart, my lungs, like I'm so atrophied right now. Like we, we don't want that. Um, so we have to be intentional Um, are you going home to an unbelieving family who won't encourage your faith Um, that can be super tough super tough I know that Um, and when maybe you don't have people who share convictions with you or might even be hostile to your faith um, there's a call you know obviously to like seek to love and and like be compassionate in that not judging Um, And I think the hardest struggle someone can have is to love and deal with family that doesn't understand that. Um, But that's it's where you can get beat up and tired. So just like being aware of some things here. Uh, Maybe you don't feel like in similar fashion, you don't feel like you fit in with like home relationships, home friends after a year away from them. Maybe your values and goals have changed so much that you'll be a stranger to them. Again, we're called to love to not be judgmental. Um, Jesus talks about being in the world, but not of it in John 17, which is the light, right? So we have opportunity to speak and show Jesus to them, but we also have a call to not be unwise or naive in those places. If you know there's things that tempt you, we're to flee from them by setting clear boundaries for ourselves. You know, Second 2 Timothy 2.22, flee those evil desires of our youth, um, or, or looking even at people like uh, Joseph who, like, flees from direct temptation. Um Five. Do you lack community and other support from Christians at home? Uh, solitude from the body of Christ can be detrimental. Uh, we're meant to be a body. Um, we've been formed that way as Christ's church um, to be there and encourage and 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 share with each other. Um, and I'll, I'll mention this again, but you know Hebrews 10, the the author there is like, don't give up on meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Um, like there's this call to like stay connected to to other believers, to other communities of, of that are following Jesus. Um, anybody working? Working over the summer? Cool. Um, you know, there can be hazards no matter what your summer job looks like. Um, I had both like polar opposite things during my college career of like working in a faith-based job and also working in not that (laughs) at all And, and they can it can be difficult in actually both of those places um working in a secular job gives you a great opportunity to be that salt and light that Jesus calls us to be to be in the world but not of it but it can also wear on you if you don't have that support um working in a Christian job like maybe like a camp or something like that gives you lots of support and people camp's awesome it gives you lots of support and people of like mind but um if we also need to make sure we're like serving outward in those places as well. Um, Our discipleship to Jesus involves intentionality no matter where we end up, whether it's uh, a secular job, whether it's a, a Christian job, like whatever that looks like. And there are different ways that that plays out. Stay with me here, okay? Culture shock with living with family again. Anybody? Anybody worried about that? Culture shock of living with your family again. Um, I like love my family dearly, but this was always super hard for me, like to like come back after being away. Um and I don't maybe you experience that. Um, after living alone or like with friends it could grind on you to live with parents and siblings again. I don't know. But we seek to love, to be patient even in the, the hard pieces of that. Um and that command to, you know, honor your father and mother is not always easy. Um there's a chance to live that out in real time and to see what that looks like. Finally, will you have lots of unstructured time? This is kind of what I was getting at earlier. I love it, but it can be a danger. Um, The teacher in Ecclesiastes says that if a man is lazy, the rafters sag. If his hands are idle, his house leaks. It's talking about like being apathetic and not doing anything. And for our use, in other words, we, we don't want to let our idleness make us apathetic or what God has been building in you. This year might just deteriorate. We have to be aware of these things. These are these are just like roadblocks and obstacles that could be in our paths. There's some dangers that could be part of our summer. They're very real. Knowing them though is part of preparing. Jesus is worthy. Remember, He's worthy of our preparation for the next stage of our life, and it's part of making these next months sacred. With that, there I think are are like three key things that can help us have a successful summer. Summer, if uh, that I want to share with you tonight. And again, this was something that, like, we've passed on over and over and over again. All right, first thing is this. Jesus is worthy of our hearts and minds. Jesus is worthy of our hearts and minds. So we want to curate consistent time with him. We don't want to be apathetic in that realm. Any relationship that you have, family, friends, romantic, like, whatever, if we just, like, eh, I'll get around to it whenever. Like, I'm never going to hang out with those people. Like, that—that that is terrible, right? Like, that. nobody wants that, um, and it's not going to go anywhere. Um, we want to curate consistent time with Jesus. We want to make time because we love him, because he's worthy. Um, what's going to keep your relationship with God growing if not that? Um, there are several ways to have this, and I know some of this stuff is like, yeah, I get this, Adam, um, but I think it's worth saying anyway. Um plan to dig into the scriptures this summer like don't let that fall by the wayside um, and there's different ways to go about that we've talked about a ton of this stuff over the course of the year you there's plenty of things out there you can grab hold of but some things that are helpful to me is to set a reading goal like to actually set a goal i want to read the new testament this summer i want to read the gospels this summer i want to read jude this summer because it's gonna i'm gonna be able to do that you know like what i'm gonna read the whole bible this summer like whatever that is to set a goal that's actually like attainable and reasonable but also i like believe that we can set a higher bar in those places with our goals like i really think we can Um, maybe you want to study one book in depth over the whole summer and you can do things like the inductive study. We have information on our website about that, about how to do that if you haven't ever learned that. Or like grab a commentary of the book of First John and dig through that as you read it. All these kind of things are helpful to like getting into the scriptures. Uh, maybe you want to study one topic for the whole summer. You're like, oh, I've, I've kind of read these books, but I, I want to like see like, what does God say about grace throughout the entire Bible? We can pull up things like, BibleGateway.com or Blue Letter Bible or any, I'm sure you guys know all kinds of stuff that, that can make use of that. Um, study guides, concordances, all those kind of things. Study one topic. Um, but digging into the scriptures regularly and intentionally is is so important as we seek after Jesus. Um, like it, but different. Prayer and meditation on scripture. Um, this is like chewing. Um, the, the idea is like, have you ever seen a cow chew grass i'm not trying to gross you out but then it kind of like you know they have, how many stomachs does a cow have rachel's like please don't four stomachs four stomachs like they kind of bring it back you know after a while and chew it a little longer and then they bring it back and chew it a little longer chewing the cud you know that kind of idea four four stomachs cool um that's the idea of meditation on scripture is that we like mull on things that we steep in it that we we live in this stuff and like chew every last nutrient out of it um, that's what meditation on scripture is is supposed to be so that may be something like you know um uh grabbing you know uh first john 3 1 you know and saying i'm gonna like Read that in the morning first thing before I go to my job or like whatever I'm doing over the course of the day. And then on the drive there, I'm going to think about it. You know, how great the love the, the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that's what we are. I'm going to think on that a little bit. Like, what does that mean? Like, how great the love is that that, it, that happened? And then maybe you're at lunch and you can chew on a little more. And then there's like a dead spot in the day and you're like, ah, oh, what about that first John? Um, like, what does that mean for me? right now. Now I'm on my drive home. And I'm like, man, like God does love like that. That's pretty awesome. And like thinking through those things that that's that kind of thing, praying and meditating on scripture um, and setting up a daily schedule. You know, I, it's, it may sound super formal, but I I've said this before and I used to be like, whenever the spirit leads me, I'm going to like dig into this. And it's like, well, nothing ever happened. It was like months, you know, it's like the spirit obviously wanted me to be like drawing near to him. Um, so that was on me and what that required was I'm like, I gotta do this. I have to like be disciplined and actually do this. Um, journaling. Any journalers out there? Cool. Um, I am chronically bad at journaling, but I love it. And um I I do see like super amount of value, it's just hard, but I I do want to encourage you to try it if you haven't. Write prayers, write a response to the thoughts of the reading or study or the mulling that you've done on scripture and be able to like practice that a little bit Um, practice sabbath moments Um, i know that's super hard in the college culture i still think we need to go after it but i know it's hard um, to do that places like summer where the pace is a little different a little slower for the most part are good opportunities for us to practice some of these things to say i'm going to take some time and I'm gonna I'm gonna take some moments or some days where I'm like, gonna Sabbath today. Um, go for a walk or a hike or jump in a hammock somewhere or just sit and be still and focus on the Lord. Go to a coffee shop and just be like, you know, whatever that is for you. But spend that time slowly with the Lord. Um, practice spiritual disciplines again. Summer is a great time to do those things. I, I don't know. I always struggled with like fasting during the school year because everybody always wants to go eat right like it's always like hey you want to go to dinner it's like I do like really badly <laughs> you know kind of thing and um, so maybe summer is a better time to practice something like that until like get into it and it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna dip my toes into this and see what that looks like um, fasting solitude silence um, those kind of things and finally a uh, faith-oriented reading um, we have a uh like a like a reading list on our website probably on the app but also i want to encourage you all if you haven't already like we're offering three books that we're willing to send one of them to you for free this summer they're uh i think inside like the signups for those but i really want to encourage you to like grab one of those um and take some time just to like read into those like let the lord speak through that kind of reading as we engage our minds um over the summer so All of that, Jesus is worthy of our hearts and minds. So we need to make consistent time with Jesus, that priority that will continue on into the next months. That was the longest of the three, okay? So hang with me here, all right? The second part of this is, you know, so that one was Jesus is worthy of our hearts and minds. So we wanna make this consistent time with him. The second one is this, Uh, Jesus is worthy of our circles. He's worthy of our circles. So we wanna foster consistent Christian relationships. We want to be in community. That's the that's the call there. We want to be in community again. Hebrews ten twenty five talks about not giving up meeting together, and that that's like long term, but it's also short term. Community is so important. Um, wherever you're going to be, whether you're, you know, if you don't have one already at home, like a church at home, find one. If you don't have a church where you're moving for your job, seniors or whatever you're doing find one like find a place where you can land and be and do that Um, and if you know i will do whatever i can to like google people and call churches and figure out like what you know if you need that like i will work with you um but do that um join and form a small group i truly believe as i look into all of your eyes that all of you have the ability to do that like grab some people and dig for gold in the scriptures, like that's what we do when we when we get together and do that. Like if if the places you are don't offer that, bring people together. Say hey, I wanna I wanna like make my summer worthy of Jesus. Why don't you join me in that? Like I, I really I really believe that. Like grab a hold of people and do it. Um, it's it's fine to muddle through those things and to search out things together. You're all capable of that. Um, third thing is meeting up with people. Uh, that you know like from here to encourage you um, enjoy a meal or coffee together or something like that you know figure out ways to do that it could be meeting for real it could be online it could be writing each other letters like whatever that needs to be encourage one another over the course of the year Um, and finally uh, find somebody I know this kind of maybe sounds scary find somebody who can invest in you and you could meet with for like accountability and just encouragement over the summer. And I know that's like, oh, I don't know about that, but I I will tell you this, and I would think it would be the same for you. If anyone's ever like walked up to you and been like, I would love for you to hang out with me and I would just love to hear all of your wisdom. Like, wouldn't you be like, oh yeah, that sounds pretty sweet. You know, like I will probably not have much wisdom, but I will do that, you know, and um, like that, I don't think we would be like put off if someone came up to us in that way, right? But we often think like, oh man, I don't want to bother them. Like I I really encourage you, the places that you are, the communities that you're in, if there's somebody who's like, man, that person is following after Jesus, I would love to even just like sit down once and hear their story. It's well worth it. Um, All these things are about the fact that Jesus is worthy of our circles and the way that we offer that as a sacred space is to foster these consistent Christian relationships, like don't give up on that stuff. And finally, this Jesus is worthy of our service. So the call is for consistent action over the course of the summer. Um, Mark ten forty-five. Jesus is speaking and he's like, even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus, I think, expects the same for us to serve, not to expect to be served, but to serve. The Christian life isn't actually about us. Um, it's about the worthiness of Jesus and loving other people. Um, some ideas in this, you know, get involved in that local church. Don't just fill a space, a pew or a chair. Don't just do that. Be and do and help and, and volunteer. Um, get involved. Help out in kids ministry. Take a shift in helping in some specific ministry, volunteer to help clean the place, ask what needs to be done and actually do it. Um, Use your giftings for the sake of the body. We're told we have these gifts that are meant to build up the the church. And I just want to encourage you to use those things in those places. Um, Maybe volunteer in your community, things like soup kitchens and kids programs and things like that. Like There's a lot of need in those places to do that. Um, find and go on a short-term mission trip and finally um, disciple a younger Christian Um, teach someone younger the ways of Jesus like again you are capable like find somebody and bring them along and say like hey let's like let's follow Jesus together Um, all those things in general be intentional in what you do and say wherever you're at being intentional in remembering that we are salt and light for Jesus he's worthy of our service and seeking out consistent action sets the summer apart is sacred. The basic call here is plan ahead, okay? And I do want to pull back for a second and say if you did all those things that would be sweet, but that's not really what I'm going for tonight. It's like here's some ideas, like what's a goal we can grab onto maybe like one in each of those kind of topics, you know, like what's something I can, what's something I can do and serve in? How can I like offer my mind and my heart to Jesus in a, in a more productive way? Like what are some people that I can gather with? Who are some people I can gather with to like encourage me? Those, those are the kind of the questions that we're asking. And what we do here is um, we prepare by praying for our summer. And we're gonna start tonight. That's gonna be part of your like short group time that you have is just praying for the upcoming months. And to commit to do that daily I, I really want to encourage you to commit to praying daily until that moment where you you jump in the car and head home next week like pray continue praying after that too but pray up until that point of like what's the summer gonna look like I want this to be sacred to the Lord um, set some goals again reasonable and attainable um, at some of those things like I want to I want to dig in the scripture and I want to read you know all of Paul's letters this summer, and really see like what was said to the churches. Um, I really want to um, like volunteer two or three times at my church and like help out with uh, junior high kids. You know, like th- those kind of things. Like setting some goals and saying I'm gonna actually do this stuff as I go in there, um, and finding accountability. You know, I find a friend from here and say like, would you please talk to me about these goals that I have bring them up in a couple weeks and ask me like how it's going like those kind of things and meet up if you can basically remember to live with urgency for christ to seize the day the summer moves super quickly and it gets really easy to get really spiritual lazy fast and then stay lazy when we get back to school and i, I don't want that to happen for any of us hebrews ten twenty three says this let us hold unswervingly to the hope that we profess he who promised is faithful. The whole thing tonight is about preparing for summer in order to set the stage for thriving spiritually. But it isn't just about summer and it's not just about us. Jesus is worthy of this dedicated summer that sets us up for an impactful next thing. For a lot of you, that means an impactful next, next semester. For some of you, that means an impactful life post-college. You know, like what, what is that going to look like in those places? Whether it's a new semester or a new career, Jesus is worthy of this because of the impact that it's going to lead to eventually. Um, our vision here, we've been saying it a lot recently for some reason, but it's like CSF It's to be a powerful and pervasive influence for Christ on campus and beyond and you know it's not only to seek God more and love each other more but but to engage the world with the gospel and you know imagine what it would look like next year if the returning group came back to school having grown leaps and bounds and came back ready and primed to make a difference on this campus we we have an opportunity to impact the campus like no group before us but that starts now with prep and with prayer as we dedicate these next months as sacred to the Lord and he's worthy of it what would that look like if the people who went out from here were doing that as well and as you all impact these places these neighborhoods these churches these careers for the sake of the kingdom it's going to be a beautiful thing so we are going to have groups here in a few but I want to take a minute and a half to think on these three things in regards to those goals. Um, and this is like kind of pondering and maybe thinking through this a little bit, setting some goals even at this, in this moment. Talking about consistent time with Jesus. How will you do this? Thinking about consistent relationships. How will you make that happen? And thinking about consistent action. How you w- will you engage your community or the world over the course of the summer? Take like a minute to just think on those things. Don't necessarily have to have answers now, but maybe start that that thought. Uh, Jesus you're worthy Um, I am so I'm so thankful Um, so um, so encouraged and so uh, inspired and moved by this group God thank you for the things that you've done thank you for the way that um just gotten to see uh, people grow and move and live out lives of faith this year help us as we go into a new um, season Um, I just pray that like we would take this idea of making this time sacred and that we would take that and and for real like set that aside um Help us, uh, you know, to be intentional and to, to to come up with some things. It's like, I, I want to do this to draw near to you, Jesus. I want to do this to serve you. I want to do this to thrive. Um, so I, I just pray that those things would be clear and that you give us insight, Holy Spirit, that um, uh, you would guide, that you would speak, that you would... Um, bring to our attention maybe the places that were were weak um, the places that're in need um, that you want to you want to um, to strengthen us in um, so I just pray that we we hold fast to you that we remain in you Jesus um, as we give you this summer um, so just pray over these groups as they like pray and talk briefly that um, you just move in that you encourage each other that, that some, some cool things can come from that as well and um, yeah, just that you're working, God. Thank you that you're always working. You're always working on us and that we can we can trust you. Uh, we love you, Christ. Amen. Um, so we are going to have a brief g- group time tonight. It's going to be about 15 minutes, okay? Um, we're going to split into groups. If you don't have a group, feel free to grab a friend. Um, and if, if you're not sure where to go, I can point you in the direction. Um, I do want to encourage you maybe uh, if you want to even split into like subgroups, just to like be a little quicker you don't have to do that but if you have a large group you may need to do that but there's two things we're talking about one is um just like sharing like a possible goal for the summer but the second thing is literally i want you to pray for each other like please don't put it off until the end and then say god God, please help them and like please pray like deeply for each other as we're going into this time okay all right love y'all